Here we go. Welcome to another Tales of the Whales as we sit here uh, amongst our dogs and talk about our week. This is a different one because we're doing this on a Friday night. We are doing it We're on a sitting Friday here night. with, a, instead of a cup of tea, we've got a glass of wine. A nice glass of wine and we just had a takeaway curry. Yeah, because you know. it's um, January, which yeah. means that I have to be at work all of the time. Although you are going to come with me, I think, next uh, on Tuesday, the... Uh, what is the date on Tuesday? Um, I don't know, but after work. Yeah. And you've promised me I'll be back at work by about 11 in the morning the next day. Yeah, we're going to go on Good Morning Britain and talk about the podcast. Yeah. Amongst other things. Mm. Now, I've got indigestion, having wolfed my curry. Oh, dear. You shouldn't have gone for seconds. No, that's probably where, uh, where the mistake went and probably shouldn't have asked them to up the spice content. But there we are, it's very nice. Um, so this podcast, basically, if you've tuned into this one for the first time, is like, uh, well, it's strange. Didn't really want to do it at first. And we were talked into doing it. And you can't actually understand why people listen. But you listen to a lot of drama on radio and various other things. I do listen to lots of audio books and, and some podcasts. Yeah. I listen to uh, Dawn French and Jennifer Saunders. Pratting well, about or twatting about or something. Twatting about? I don't yeah, know if you can hilarious. use that term. Really funny. Well, maybe we should do one like that as well. Uh, this is basically like... Um, Which kind of is, really, because we kind of do do twatting about in everyday life, don't we, really? Yeah, I do, but I think that's considered to be a fairly rude word. Oh, is it? Yeah, but don't worry. Um, I don't think Ofcom have any jurisdiction over a podcast. I didn't even realise it was a rude word. Oh, really? Well, Jennifer Saunders and Dawn French use it, and they're nice ladies. Well, I don't know about that, but I've not met them. Well, actually, I have, when I think about it. You've met everybody. Yeah, I have met everybody. Um, so, this is... So, medical-wise, we haven't got much to update no. you on. This is a story about us living with cancer. I have... Um, I call it Heathrow, but uh, I have terminal cancer. You do? In the last stages, stage four. You don't call, yes, you call it terminal four. Yes. That's why we've named it Heathrow. Um... And so from my point of view, living with it, and from your point of view, living with it with, or living with somebody who has it, which is infinitely, I think, more difficult. And we've both been in the similar situation before. I just had a thought, should we put that on your headstone? He's finally got to Terminal 4. If you want, I don't mind. As long as the one thing now you have to put on my like headstone. Like you're just permanently on a holiday. Yeah. Well, you said to me when we did the programme over Christmas, is this really work? Well, I've, I suppose in a way, I don't really feel I've worked in my entire life because from the age of about 22, I've been in the media. Mm. It's not like some people's jobs. Well, it is. There is a lot of pressure. Mm, I've seen the pressure. Well, I don't. Like, oh, take oh dear, the is someone's headphones are a bit crackly. Well, no, the pressure is to, to be able to continue to get an audience to keep a job. Yeah, but it's not like some kind of, like, lawyer who's trying to stop someone... Oh, my golly gosh, listen. If you or... said the wrong word while you were broadcasting on TV or radio, you get sued. Mm. So you have to be aware. Yes. I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm so laid back. It can't be that difficult, darling, because mm. you've done it for 50 years. Thanks very much. That's what I do like. Um, so we haven't had... Um, Good bit of a gruff voice at the moment. We haven't had much medical uh, stuff this week. I've, Which is great. I, yeah, I mean, no, it's good. good. Isn't it? we, it's, haven't, we haven't needed any doctors. No, we had a good Christmas. The most the major medical drama we've had is that you nearly ran out of indigestion tablets. 
Well, that is a big problem because the, the pain of indigestion from some of the tablets you get to take when you're in this condition can be absolutely staggering. Mm. You know, the cancer itself, I suppose, in itself doesn't hurt. It's what the tumours begin to do inside you. Yeah, but your indigestion is something you've always had. It's nothing to do yeah, with but, cancer. But it seems to have got worse. Except when I take the tablets. I don't have it at all. Mm, not yeah. convinced. Yeah. No. Okay. But um, it was all a big panic when you thought you didn't have some, though. Well, you do panic when you think some of your medication is all right. Don't have to keep going on at me. When you think some of your medication is okay, we've found some Gavis gone in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, maybe they'll donate to the charity. I mean, there's, they're, they're, oh yeah, and the, the headstone, sorry. You, you know, you must not leave the MBE off. Oh, of course, you've got one of those now. Yeah. And. I'll, I'll just put that in just giant letters. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Gold. No, I would rather have silver or platinum. I don't Gold think they, is slightly ostentatious. To be honest, in, in the church at up the road, I think they like to be a little bit more. Really? A little bit more, you know, toned oh, down, a little good, not good. too blingy. Yeah, yeah. I even got a lord, a letter from the lord or lady lieutenant of the the county. You did, yeah. Uh, um, You've been very spoiled. You've had some lovely flowers. Yeah, and a lovely hamper of goodies yeah. that I will yeah. help you eat. Yeah, no, it, it's been really nice, and uh, I feel I feel a bit of a fraud though. I get an MBE for fifty years in broadcasting and. Some for the cancer charity we started 20 years ago. But um, I feel a bit of a fraud because I've never really felt like I've had to work. Well, no, as we just said, you haven't. Mm. Well, I have. Well, not really. Well, it's it, not like being a coal miner, is it? Well, of course not, no. If I was a coal miner, I'd have had to give up years ago. I don't do a physical job. Um, but yeah, I, I know because you're a serious accountant... That, it's just because um, I sort of, the but, other, when we went to the studio the other day, I'd just done a day's work, mm -hmm. which was quite hard and intensive. And but it's only adding up and taking away, isn't it? It's a little bit more than that. Is and it? then Well, so is what I do And then we went more. to the studio, and then it just seemed like everyone was larking about and having a jolly time and basically a bit of a party. So mm. I didn't think that was at work. And then you, then you just said something that really made me laugh, and you just said, like, pass me my pen. I can't work if I haven't got my pen. I was like, you're not working. <laughs> <laughs> you only hold it and doodle with it. That's yeah. all you do with it. I know, but for 50 years, I've, 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 when I first did TV... But honestly, whatever, if I could sit and just doodle away for hours whilst I was yeah. working, I, I'd really... Could you sit and talk all the time? Challenge. I mean, you don't like talking, do you? No. You, you, you know, you get really angry when I talk through a TV show. Yes, but that, that just shows it's just something you do naturally. It's not... <laughs> well... I don't just, just sit in the evenings just doing tax returns constantly. Yeah, but you find it easy, don't you? You like doing it. No, that's what I'm you saying. You don't. No, it's, it's not like super Why have you fun. spent your whole life doing something you don't it's, like? It's not the same, because that's what most people have to do. That's what you don't seem to understand. The fact that you're just sitting having you a don't have time, to do it. chatting and doing what you like and get paid for it is, you know, a very great blessing that you have. Right, let's draw a line under that because I'm never going to win this argument. No, because most people would agree that chatting away... Isn't work. You know, it's a job, but it's not... It's Hard not work. tough work. You see, you could do it because you're a natural communicator. 
And if you're a natural communicator, if you if you wanted to do this, I don't know, thirty years ago, whatever. Well, you if I'd known how easy it was and stuff 30 <laughs> years ago and you could just sit and chat away and get paid for it, then probably I would have thought it was a good idea. Mm. Well, but I thought it was best to have a profession. Well, a broadcaster, it's a profession, or as I like to see myself, more as um, not a broadcaster, not a journalist, more, more of... Um, what was that word I quite like to... Uh, a kind of unique. So many words are going through my yeah, mind yeah, now that I, know, I will I know, not say. I, I really can't. But anyway. <laughs> entertainer. Uh, ent- You're an entertainer. Some, something like that. Anyway, going back to, to illness. So um, you do get letters quite often from your consultant to your GP and then they send you a copy. And it's not until you get those letters that you actually... Because, you know, um, I felt iller having a cold. But... The, the problem that I have is a continual lack of energy, which is what cancer does to you. So I struggle with walking, going upstairs and doing all those sort of things. But I, I look OK, I sound OK, and I'm reasonably OK, you know, aches and pains, which we will have. Um, indigestion. Indigestion. But I think a lot of people do not realise... Um, I had a friend on the phone the other day who said, "Oh, James, I've been thinking about you're gonna you're gonna walk away with this. You're gonna you're gonna get better. It's not. I'm not. I mean, a lot of people think. Oh, I think he's exaggerating. He's ill. I'm not. Am I? No. I mean, I don't put on pain too much, do no. I? No. And I I do. I, if I wasn't no, able you're to go to work, brave. I, mean, I don't think I'm brave. I mean, we're all gonna die, aren't we? So what is there to be? You know, you can't, it's going to happen. The, the problem is that we don't talk about it enough. You know, I was talking to Esther Ranson on the programme the other night. And as you know, she's trying I was, to... I thought it was her daughter. Her daughter, I beg your pardon. Talking to her daughter about Esther, who's decided she wants to be able to control the end of her life. She doesn't want to have to suffer with the indignities. There are quite a lot of indignities that towards the end of your life you put up with and a doctor will know and you will know within yourself as well when you're kind of you know within a few weeks maybe a few months of dying and the end usually is that you are stuck in a bed with pipes stuck in you and not able to do much don't look miserable I'm not I'm I mean just... it's you know we know what it's like and so if you face it and if you talk about it uh, which is what we do every week on the podcast, makes it easier. There's not a lot to talk about at the moment, except that... Um, I think it's probably more tubes than pipes. pipes oh, right, yeah, tubes. Pipes sounds yeah. big, doesn't it? <clears throat> yeah, you're right, you're right. I've never been very good with the minutiae of... Words. Words, yeah. For somebody, <laughs> who, talks, for somebody who talks a lot. Well, I'm, I'm just ordinary. I would just like to add a caveat at this would you? point. Okay. When I said that... What you do I'd like very to much add work. another glass of wine. Well, after you finish the podcast... No, don't break my lovely glasses. Stop it. Okay. Um, is that around you, there are people who are working very hard. Mm. You know, the producer and the engineers and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, you creep. <laughs> no, it's true. They, they are actually yeah. doing a proper job. Yeah, and they've... You know, the guys I've had work with me and all you got, through you guys my life. That call, you call yourselves, the, in inverted colours, the talent. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's that's a funny thing. Well, some people call me a DJ. Actually, do you? A DJ. I haven't played records for years. 
And so, um, you know, they think anybody on the radio who isn't on Radio 4 is a DJ. It's quite funny. But I'm not. Although, you know, it's a nice job to be a DJ and play records. Do you know, I've, I've gone off Radio 4 a bit recently. Oh, my God. Because they Can do... we spin back and I, say I, that I again? I now listen to Radio 4 Extra instead because it doesn't have any news. <laughs> the problem is, if you ignore the news, you have no idea what situation the world is in. I know, it's lovely. Cammy said to me yesterday, oh, something about there's been a plane crash or something. In oh, and God. I was like, has there... I'm so sad that you told me that because I was oblivious and therefore happy. <clears throat> now I feel a bit sad. Well, interestingly enough, mass media sometimes makes things better, sometimes well, worse. Well, it might have been a school shooting, she said. Something like that. Something horrid had happened. But both those things have happened. Or maybe she told me about both of them. Both those then. things have happened. But, you know, the interesting thing now is I often wonder, because some people are saying, well, the world is on... the the brink of another major catastrophe. But the thing is that if I don't know about them, it doesn't make any difference to anything, does it, apart from me not feeling sad about it? Well, you're absolutely right until it affects you absolutely and, you know, you get a knock on the door and it says, please evacuate and, well, you know... Well, at that point, I'd be concerned, yeah. Yeah. But no, I agree I, with I'm you. I'm quite happy living in a little um, oblivious... I think, I think it's probably because we've got, you know, stuff at home that is difficult to deal with maybe if we were everything at home was perfect and mm. you were re- really well and stuff like that then i wouldn't mind the news it might be that yeah i think it's probably it's only the last yeah. year or so i've sort of really gone off the news i think i think it's so difficult for somebody in your case and for all those of you who are caring for somebody with cancer and you know didn't ask for this to happen you cared for your last husband as i cared for my wife and it was far more difficult and upsetting in many ways. Yeah, being... I suppose you've done both sides, haven't you? You've been a carer mm. and also now been a patient, so it's you have more experience than I do of, of both well, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah, but it's you know it really is quite horrible that you've been put through this twice. Really and I think maybe is. that's why I don't like even watching like movies where there's mm. nasty stuff, violence, or I just I just want to watch like nice things. Yeah. Just Hercule Poirot. I know there's lots of mass murders in that, but it's kind of done in a jolly way. I like Hercule jolly murders, Poirot, and I like a lot of American ones as well. Oh, you do like yes, you NCIS, do. which is you do. I was just watching nearly at the end of. Sorry, until I'm... you came in and I had to turn it off. I know we had to do the podcast today because I've got to get up and go to work early yeah. tomorrow. Are you sure you've got to work all weekends as well? I have. It's January and I'm an accountant. It is horrible. Could you not take on staff? No. Could I not come along to the office and help out? Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, OK. I just thought I might. Um, so going back to medicine, um, if you have been newly diagnosed, it's a pretty rough time. In a way, I'm, you know, I was diagnosed, first of all, 24 years ago. And then three, nearly four years ago now, I was told I had it again. But this time it's spread everywhere. And so you just have to get on with it, to be honest. Not I mean, everywhere. You haven't got it on your ears. No, I haven't got it on my ears. on the bright side. Yeah. There's a couple of places we can name that you haven't got it. No, and that's, yeah. that's good, but I'm, I'm... Your hair's okay? Well, it's yeah. always been... <laughs> I'm very lucky. Because if it had fallen out, and it, I mean, it had already fallen out, but um, that's kind of the worst thing, isn't it, for a lot of people, mm. the missing of the hair. Um, but I find it difficult... To, you know, if I walk, 
sort of into the studios and then go into the lift and into makeup and up the stairs and into the studio. By the time I get to the studio we're using to do the show on Saturday night, uh, I'll be quite knackered. Mm. I will I'll sit down and it'll, I'll be fine in, in, you know, a couple of minutes. But that, that really makes you think, OK, well, I'm quite old. But in a way, that's how you get as you get older too, isn't it? But you've been very good today. You've been very busy because while I was at work, you've you put the bins out and... <laughs> I believe you've hoovered. Um, I have, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Ordered a takeaway? Ordered a takeaway, done some washing. Done some washing. Dishwasher. Made me go and get dishwasher tablets. But then when I got here with them, there was a giant bag full of dishwasher tablets in the car. Yeah, but it was the same looking bag as the washing machine tablets. Vaguely, yes, but... Um, you know, it doesn't take that much of a close inspection to the front to see. No, yeah, yeah, I must admit, I just looked briefly and I thought, oh no, those are uh, washing machine. What do you call them? Washing machine. So I thought it was. I thought it was very strange of me <clears> to have <throat> allowed that to happen. I'm normally pretty on top of keeping yeah. stocks of things, so I was a bit surprised at myself. And then I felt a little bit, you know, justified that yeah, I hadn't yeah. done it all terribly. Listen, wrong. I'm not always on the ball with everything. There's a term I'm not used prepared to use that you call me, which is slightly fun. blind. No, it's no. worse than that. Um, Very deaf. No, it's no. much worse. No, we won't. It begins with an S, but we won't go into it. Oh no! No, no, <laughs> right? You've used enough rude words as it is. Um, but the thing I always like to say when we're talking about this is talk about your cancer. Don't hide from it. Don't call it the big C. Don't give it that. Oh, you're pulling out the cancer card just because you got the dishwasher. No, I'm just saying we, we, this. The whole podcast is really aimed at people who have and people who are living with somebody who has cancer. Um, but ordinary life goes on. And to be honest, it is quite fair that you can play the cancer card with me whenever you want to, because <laughs> it's true you have got that, and it, you know that does trump everything else. Really, well, if I you... say to you, "Oh, look, you silly sod, you've forgotten to put the." <laughs> And you, I and say you feel to you, like, oh, I've got cancer. Like, actually, that's a fair point. That is a fair point. Because <laughs> sometimes I forget and I just treat yeah. you. Well, I, I suppose it's good to treat you normally. It is. There's no other way to treat me. But then. But then I do. I sometimes I forget that I should be a little bit more. When you're in a bad mood with me. Um, never in a bad mood. Well, no, you. but when you're, you're critical, I say, hey, I've got a brain tumour, for goodness you sake. Do. You do and that so. probably is a bit over it's the like, top. Well, come on, you've got two. Yeah, I have. You've got two brain tumours. I've got two brain tumours. How many have I got in my lungs? Ten? No, I don't think so. Wait, uh, you know, more than your fair share. Yeah. And then a few in my kidney. And on your adrenal gland. Adrenal gland, back. Yeah. All over the place, really. You have got quite a few. Yeah. But then we can name more places where you haven't got one. Let's look on the positive side That's a very, very good idea. Your nose is okay. Can you get nose cancer? Fingers are all right. You haven't got finger cancer. You haven't Is got knee cancer. Thing? I don't know. Well, when I got kidney cancer 24 years ago, I'd never even heard of it. You didn't even know you had kidneys, probably. I did know I had kidneys, I'm but surprised. I'd never heard of kidney cancer. And the interesting thing is that um, my first tumour on my left kidney that was removed was the size of a small football, but it hadn't spread. And the tumours I've got now, I've got a couple on my kidney. So my kidney's still working reasonably well. 
It seems incredible that you could have something inside your tummy the size of a football and not notice. Well, I did when I peed blood. No, but you can feel it. And it's like, were you really fat? No. I did feel that the... the what, what's that bit there where your ribcage sort of parts at the top? Top of the ribcage. Diaphragm? Cage. That bit, excuse me. That, that, that bit in there. Sternum? No, that's up here. No, that, that's sort of I did feel. Yeah, to be to be honest, I did feel something in there every now and then that I pushed, and that must have been the tumor because after I had it taken out, <coughs> I didn't. What are you laughing at? It's like a football's quite bloody big, isn't it? Well, yeah, I but it, it. I was pretty healthy at that time. Forty nine. I used to. I hate to admit it. Cycle, and um, in lycra as well. And so I was quite fit and quite slim. And uh, I didn't know anything about it. Didn't feel ill or anything. Just seems... Weird. Yes, hard to fathom how that can be. Yeah. That somebody with a football inside them that wasn't there before, wearing lycra. Yeah. And no one noticed it, including yourself. Yeah, well, the doctor said to me, there's an enormous amount of space in there where something can grow quite quite slowly. Could have had it for five years before. Like alien? Yeah. It sounds like an alien. And when they took it out, they showed me pictures of it. And it was like a mushroom pizza. Ooh. This is, that, that's going to make everyone never want to have a mushroom pizza ever again. I prefer pepperoni anyway. Well, if it's like a pizza, it's not like a football then, is it? Well, I don't think it's... Right there. It, I, I don't know I mean, whether they're flat like, or... How can anyway, it be a pizza or... It's the size of a round shape of a football. But flat? Well, I presume oh, Now it's it becoming more... Well, I don't know. I More mean, I, pre- I presume it, yeah. Because the picture they showed me, lovely colour picture, had just a little oh, slither so at the bottom. so what you meant was it's the diameter of a football. Probably, yes, I don't know. But flat. Yeah. That makes more sense. Does it? Yeah, you could slip that inside your lycra. Yeah, yeah OK. Well, I mean, what's, what are the tumours like then? Well, they're all different shapes and stuff. Are they? I didn't know. You see, I didn't know until I got this that all the tumours, my primary cancer is kidney, so all the other tumours are kidney cancers. In my lungs. I've got kidney cancer in my lungs. Yeah. Which we, I think we've spoken about before, which is strange. Why was it on mushroom pizza? That's what it looked like to me. Oh, I see. Sort of colours of mushrooms and it was all kinds of different colours. Bizarre. Uh, the doctor said it had its own blood system, blood... Um, and was quite happily living on its own. <laughs> Hadn't found the necessity to colonise. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's go did listen. It, did it carry on living on its own after they took it out? Yeah, well... It's probably got a flat in London somewhere. Probably. Probably actually in a, in a cabinet in the hospital. Oh, God. Um, well, that's just as a, a matter of interest. Somebody's got to go and get a marker pen and put yeah. MBE after yeah. the... Well, yeah, I hope on so. On the label. Yeah. yeah. I must get my credit card changed. You know, yes. otherwise, where is there to show? It's not <laughs> as if you can wear the medal all the time, is it? Well, I don't know. I haven't even got it yet. No. Yeah. That's... And anyway, hopefully... I, we've that's... probably been, we've been waffling on for ages yeah. about your tumours, haven't we? Anyway, listen, um, have a great week and uh, we will uh, get together for the next podcast. We're coming up to nearly a year, aren't we? Yeah, this has got to be like number 48, I think. Yeah, blimey, that's a lot, isn't it? It is. Yeah. 52, isn't it? Another couple of, another month? 
I can't wait for January to finish, though. Nor can I. But I need to get all my tax returns done first. Yeah. I don't want you to finish until I've done them. Yeah, I wish people would just make it easier for you. Do them themselves and then just slip it up for your acknowledgement. They're not going to pay me to do that, are they? Aren't they? No. Oh. No, you need to get out there and earn some money. I'm off. Okay. Um, For those of you with kidney cancer, check out our charity, kidneycancer.uk or kidneycanceruk.org. And for those of you who are accountants, I extend my deepest sympathies, but we will get through this. (laughs) I hope so. And I think now for another glass of... um, Yeah, and also, those people who are accountants who are looking after people with cancer, this is a tough month. Yeah. Those people have a job that takes a lot. It's a tough month. Oh, Jacob's going out on his motorbike. Oh, yeah, I can hear it next door. Yeah, we better go. Uh, See you next time, guys. This has been Tales of the Whales. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye.